Testing one, two, three, here I go. Give me that microphone. Hello, I'm Sarah Warman, the Purpose Provocateur, and welcome to episode four of Glad Bitch. In the last episode, we talked about being a late bloomer, and I hope we can all agree the late part isn't necessary. Maybe we're all just bloomers. Maybe I could make OK Bloomer a thing. I'm sure someone's come up with that already, but I actually really like it. OK Bloomers, today we're going to talk about a very unsexy topic, learning. When I was little, people said I was smart. I don't say it anymore, so this isn't a brag, OK? But I found out I could get attention like that, so I found ways to make people think I was smart without having to really do anything hard. For example, I would memorize very long words in the dictionary and ask people to ask me to spell it, like, ask me how to spell encyclopedia. And then I knew the answer because I memorized it. It wasn't smart, but it was clever. In my kid logic, I was so scared to not be smart because that would make me stupid. Stupid people get things wrong, and most people don't seem to like stupid people. That logic still kind of exists for me today. And I see this problem still exists for kids because there's so many adults and teachers congratulating smartness or getting it right or winning instead of what it takes to get there. That's the real skill, learning. Let me explain. See, I've been thinking a lot lately about the kind of person I want to be in the world and in my inside world. And I've been learning a lot at a faster rate than usual. And here's what I learned about learning. Learning sucks. I feel frustrated and tired a lot. And I've been pushing myself kind of hard in the discovery realm. When someone says they love to learn, what they really mean is that they love the part where they get to the answer or the part where they know how to do something right or why something happened the way it did. What they mean is, They like the end of learning. Because learning is actually very stupid until it isn't. You don't learn the lesson or the skill or whatever until it's over. And I sense I'm not there yet with a few things. Learning is an intellectual process. But the experience of learning is an emotional one. We feel awkward. We feel embarrassed. We feel frustrated on the path to learn something new, to learn anything new. The perfectionist in us is bugged if we can't get it right on the first try or just figure it out. And it seems like our capacity for that diminishes as we get older. Imagine a toddler learning to walk. I don't know if it's a toddler before or after they walk. I'm not a mom, but you get the idea. They stumble around on their chubby little Bambi legs and then they fall down, and then they try again. But what's so interesting is that they don't have attachment to the falling down part. They've got no bad story about it. If they did, we would all still be sitting down. There's so much encouragement to keep trying, like people with crazy looks on their faces and open mouth smiles and raised eyebrows and outstretched arms. I know you know what I'm saying. Physiologically, they have to keep falling and trying because the purpose of that is to build the neural pathways to learn walking. 
because you aren't born knowing how. The failure in this case, the falling down, is a critical part of understanding how your brain and your legs work together. No one's like, you're such a dumb baby. You should have nailed it the first time. So let's take driving as an example. Now you're at a stage where you can drive with one hand while texting, changing the music, drinking coffee, whatever. But how to drive never enters your mind. That's called unconscious competence. Just after you got your license, you could drive, but you were really thinking about driving. What to do with the mirror, concentrating on how to pull into a parking lot right. You could do it, but you were aware you could do it. That's called conscious competence. But remember when you got behind the wheel for the very first time? When someone handed you the keys and you stepped into the driver's seat, slid into the driver's seat, whatever, and realized there was so much you didn't know? That's when you know you're bad at something. That's when you know that you don't know how to do it. That's called conscious incompetence. This is the phase where almost all learning occurs and it's awkward AF. This is the phase that no one wants to be in. And unfortunately, it's the phase that takes the longest. So I mentioned earlier that I learned learning sucks, but I think I can offer something more useful. And I learned it from trying to think like a mushroom. Stick with me. Mushrooms have been around for a billion years before dinosaurs, before trees. We actually owe life on Earth to mushrooms. Researchers have shown they have cellular consciousness and they communicate through a network very similar to the human nervous system. It's crazy. All that said, it stands to reason that they must know a thing or two about learning. Let me share with you what I came up with. You're learning all the time without even being aware of it. At any given moment, you're learning how to just survive or grow. Imagine being at a crappy job or you don't like where you're living or you're in a relationship that doesn't feel right. If you stay in these situations, your energy goes into learning how to simply adapt to what isn't good for you to survive. But if you choose to learn for growth, then something else is available to you. So that's the first thing. Learning for growth is a decision. Once we decide we want to learn something, then we can engage with it differently. Real learning is a process of figuring out what works and what doesn't work over and over again. The purpose is to grow and get better. Ultimately, it is to thrive, not just survive. All right. Second, learning is improved by asking for help. I have a terrible time with this one. And getting support. Getting tips or tricks on whatever it is that you're learning. Because someone has probably figured out something helpful. Conversely, sharing what you've learned is how we help others grow. Third, you can't learn all the time. This is something I tell clients and something I need to get better at myself. You can take breaks from learning. You should. The pressure doesn't help you learn any faster. In fact, it makes it worse. 
you have to start small with anything because if you do try to do too much at once, you just blow your wad and you won't want to keep doing it. Taking things in small steps is the best way to get to an outcome you're looking for. A perfect example is I've always wanted to write a book. The internet tells me that a first draft of a book should probably take about 120 hours of writing. Now, if I looked at it that way, I would think to myself, that sounds like too much and too hard and too many hours, and I don't want to do that. If I gave myself a year, that adds up to 20 minutes a day. Boom, I have a book. So think about your learning in small steps. Fourth thing, you get to keep trying as many times as you need to. There's no law about how long learning should take. Where are we? Fifth? I don't know what feelings mushrooms have, but failure is unavoidable. In fact, it's a requirement. This is where it really comes in handy to understand that if you're in that stage of the process, that you really have the opportunity to finally get somewhere. Frustration, nervousness, fear, and shame will appear in this stage. But what you're doing is dealing with a feeling, a temporary feeling that can be mitigated simply by telling yourself that it's an expected part of learning. Like, if you know it's coming, and you can say to yourself, well, here comes the uncomfortable part, there's a little bit more control. I think what Eleanor Roosevelt meant when she said do something every day that scares you wasn't like skydiving and all this other kind of weird shit. I think she meant do little things that push you every day to increase your tolerance for that gross feeling of nervousness and uncomfortable, frustrated, shameful feelings of not knowing what you're doing. Because if you can move through that, then voila, you get to the good stuff. Next point, you get to celebrate when you learn a new thing and enjoy the payoff. That's something I forget all the time. You don't need to keep jumping into new difficult things once you complete learning something. Life is going to give you the opportunity to learn all the time. You don't necessarily have to go looking for it. But from time to time, it is good to raise your hand if it's been a while. Now, this part of the mushroom lesson is my favorite. They spend millions of years committed to learning. And what do they do? It's so gangster. I love it. They figured out how to grow in shit. I hope the metaphor is not lost on you. So as always, I like to ask a few questions, and here's the questions I have for you. Where in your life can you ask yourself what's working and what's not? What if you committed to learning for growth? If there's any new thing you want to try and do or be, would it help to challenge yourself to get to the failure phase on purpose, knowing it's the most important step? I think learning about learning is useful in everything we do. In any given moment, we can say, I'm just learning here, and I would like to find a new way. Or, this might come out wobbly, but I'd still like to try. If someone asks, do you know how to do that? Whatever it is. You can always say, nope, but I can learn. 
if you want to. Something I think I share with the community of people who like self-discovery is that we all know it sucks. Yet there's also this commitment to learning and understanding, knowing it will be a complete mess for a while. Because I just don't want, I don't know, fear to drive my life anymore. I want curiosity to drive my life. And that means there's so much awkwardness in my future. It helps just a tiny bit to know that's part of the deal. So I hope you take a minute today to think about your relationship to learning. I hope you spend time learning what is for you and not for you. I hope you try learning new things for your own growth. And I hope we can all help each other along this very awkward path. I guess what I'm trying to say is that learning is hard, but it's worth it. We don't do it alone. Be patient with yourself. And remember, you can even do it in shit. Thank you so much for your five-star ratings, my two reviews, and the positive feedback you guys have given me about the podcast so far. I don't really know why I'm doing this yet, but it feels like I should keep doing it for a little while longer. And I definitely get the sense that doing this together is important to me. I know I don't have guests right now. That's by design. But I do want to hear from you about topics you might like to hear on the podcast. If there are things you've been thinking or feeling or been pissed about that glad bitch can tackle, I'm all ears. And as always, if you want to know more about what I do, you can find me at sarahwarman.com or on Instagram at sarahonpurpose. I believe learning is why we're here. So thanks for listening. Live, love, laugh, learn. Bye.